Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Welcome to Gun Sports Radio, all about shooting, hunting, self-defense, and more. Now, here are the hosts of Gun Sports Radio, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey. All right, folks. Hey, welcome. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio. And Lance Pelkey is not here. He's still in Italy picking grapes. I don't know how long he's going to keep picking grapes, but he's picking grapes. Do they have any left? He's been over there a while picking. I know. I mean, it drives, drives you crazy. But uh, that's okay. Hey, Gun Range San Diego is a sponsor of this segment and show. Yes, we and are. We cannot thank them enough. 7853 Balboa Avenue in San Diego, 92111, 10 to 10, seven days a week. I call it the Nordstrom's of gun ranges, just not the price. Go to GunRangeSanDiego.com, GunRangeSanDiego.com. Trust me, you'll see so many benefits, deals, uh, training, you name it. It's all right there. Gun Range San Diego. We got Michael Schwartz in the house, and you got to be one happy camper. How cool was that last night? Oh, my gosh, it was so good. And we're talking about gun prom. Yeah. Yep. And I have to say the highlight was this lady, what's her name, Tatiana Whitlock? Tatiana Whitlock, who's here with us in the studio today. <laughs> wait, wait, what's you her got name? It right. Tatiana you, Whitlock. You gave her entire, you know, pre-brief last night, her life story, right before uh, she walked up. How do you not know her name? How do I not know her name? And, and, she's and look here. at her, Jesus. I know. She, <laughs> she looks bet, way fresher than you do. Uh, well, I, I don't know what you were doing last night. I, had, I seen they had to go out with a truck and get more alcohol, but that was another story. story. But no, we had a wonderful time last night, and... We can't thank you, Tatiana, enough for coming all the way out to this sunny part of the United States since you came from Maine. I did. What was the, the weather way. like back there before you left? Chilly. Chilly. <laughs> We're hoping the final snowbanks melt off right. before I get home. That is the hope. Let's hope. So, Is, just, it, is it ever not chilly? We have moments. Mo- brief, yeah, moments. fleeting moments brief, of warmth. Look, it's warm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, well, here in San Diego, you can't even find a snow coat. So, you know, we don't even know what that stuff is. I'm well, your, your speech was, I got so many compliments oh, yeah. last night from your talk. Everybody loved it. Movie. So many compliments. Right. And you really uh, helped our dinner. Uh, you made it something very, very special. And I appreciate it very much. Well, that's you spoke from story. the heart. You know, you, that was the beauty of it. You spoke from from the heart. And I think that's what... Well, to start off with, for folks that maybe don't even know what gun prom is, why don't you kind of give a little rundown of what we did last yeah, night? Yeah, last night was our third annual Second Amendment celebration dinner for San Diego County gun owners. We did it at the fairgrounds just outside of the racetrack, another San Diego uh, uh, you know, monument, and uh, we had close to 600 people. And that was a good location, I must say. The way it was laid out, yeah. I mean, we were at the Dell, which was fine. Yeah, we were elbows to elbows in the Dell. Yeah, the Dell, yes. I mean, they had beautiful <laughs> chandeliers, but you but, couldn't, yeah. you know, you couldn't turn your chair no. or slide out. It was intimate. Yeah, it was, oh, I like to say the least. Intimate, but no, it was... And tell the folks why did you why did we have a gun prom why did we do that Well, that's our big gala. It's you know it's it's a fundraiser to help us uh, support the candidates we support and help us run our organization, do all the things we do. Um, but really, you know, it's it's a big part of bringing the community together in San Diego and showing people, uh, you know, how great we are and how diverse we are. If you look across that room, cl- close to six hundred people. You know, the, the ratio of women to men was just about 50 to 50. I know. Young I, and old. Yeah. Uh, it was you know, really great last night. All yeah. across the board. So uh, it, it's a big statement. It's, you know, hey, here's who we are here in San Diego. And, and we're a, a growing and, and successful community. And so that's that's. So on, on my way out, I saw Fox News 5 packing up. Yep. They were know. there the whole night. Or yep. that, well, 
They were there. They, they were there. Were July they there for to, in case any protest was going on. No. I mean, because that sells commercials, but I didn't see them really well, like. Well, during see, the by event. the time I got home, because I had to get up this morning to do television, so I had to get up this morning. You anyway, did not. Whatever. Don't you here, but you're <laughs> younger than I. You're hey, younger this is than Tatiana's I. Segment, by <laughs> you're way. younger She's than I. She's not even hilarious. talking. <laughs> I know. But <laughs> Joe went to bed this morning. She's going to be here the whole the hour. Man, We're going to give her all kinds of. This morning, I was ready to go. But Fox was there. Channel Eight was there, and KUSI was there. I got home early enough to to catch it on TV. Well, so Fox, and it was positive. Yeah, to, it was. But you know, the reporter, you know, a reporter's job. What I've found is a lot of people uh, think that you know, hey, there's this you know media bias, and I'm not saying that doesn't exist. But what's more important, I've found to the media is that there's a story, mm-hmm. and if the, to have a story, you have to have two sides. So they're constantly looking for the other side. Last night, it was apparent that we had uh, 600 people on our side, and there was one disgruntled, you know, uh, you person, know, person uh, on the other side. And I emphasized, I said, hey, look, you know, we're not looking at this as us versus them. We're looking at a fantastic, diverse crowd uh, full of people that are having fun. And, uh, you know, so we, we turned it real positive in, in the comments. And I think that came across in the story that, hey, this, this other person has some kind of weird complaint about the fact that we called a gun prompt. But you know what? Look at all the people having fun, mm-hmm. building community, uh, diverse, accept, uh, uh, accepting of everybody. It was, it was great. So that's, that's what was, that was the story. And I offered to. To, to buy their dinner, I told them they'd come in and eat my 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 riblets if they wanted. The rib- they were not having it. Hey, though. by the way, my wife <laughs> said the food was awesome. The food was phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good. a rubber chicken. That's good. Is she supposed to talk? Yeah. Hey, Tati, so, so, Tatiana, how, what what did you think about? I mean, you're coming from Maine, <laughs> you know, and you come out here to California, which you know I'm from the East Coast as well, and you think, oh my gosh, California is so liberal, so crazy. What did you think when you walked into a room with 600 people celebrating the Second Amendment? It was fantastic, absolutely energizing, and it's this type of movement that makes possible positive change, and it also keeps the erosion of our rights from happening and continuing to happen. And can you believe it was in California? It was a beautiful moment. Truly. I mean, and you've only been in existence for three years. Yeah, yep. three years. Is that so amazing? You've been able or to what? build this community from we've been there. They're hiding, right? Oh, the, yeah. the gun owners are hiding. Oh, yeah. uh, but to have an opportunity for them to come together and share in this fight together right. is phenomenal. Yeah, and it's it not was... just about, uh, and, and this is, you know, Pat and Mike on the back here. It hasn't been just, Oh yeah, we've got more members. There's been some serious change, especially with concealed weapons, uh, uh, issues here in San Diego County. Um, has anybody been denied one in the last three months? Not for not not for good cause. Not for good cause. And this is as long like as six, seven, eight months. Yeah. Got to pass the background check. Got to go through the training. Now you come from Maine, yes. and they're a constitutional carry state. And what what exactly is is constitutional carry? Constitutional carry is if you are a Maine resident and you are a law abiding citizen, you are more than welcome to exercise your constitutional right and carry concealed without the requirement of a permit. Now we thought that that was going to turn us all full vigilante. And that there would be riots oh, in the streets yeah. and cowboy stuff going on. And it actually had the converse effect. So all of the naysayers who thought we would have an intrinsically violent society right. is the right of everyone putting on a gun, we didn't have that problem. Right. We found more people recognizing, yeah. when was the last time I took a class? Well, I've had my permit and I've been renewing it for decades, but I haven't taken a class in that long. Right. So it's actually brought more people back to the range, more right. people enrolling in classes. And as a result of going constitutional carry, we have a far more educated population than we had before and wow. a much safer state as a result. And, and that, who would have thought Maine would have been the, the forefront? 
I mean, nothing against Maine, but I mean, it's... We're little, holding down the Northeast. Somebody's got to do it. tiny state up in the corner, <laughs> you know. It's huge. It's, it's a huge state. But you know, we really, I think we've got less than 2 million people. Right. We have a lot of trees, moose, bear, and lobster. That's it. Mm-hmm. Lots of that. Lots what of else that. do you need? <laughs> Not much. You know, I'm a happy camper. And you know about training because that's... Tell, tell people what you do. For yes. Them. So I participate in many facets of the training community. I have my own training program that I offer nationwide. I actually just came from the range where yeah. we had 21 students all morning into this afternoon. So That's I also awesome. got up very early to pull off today. <laughs> and you still got the East Coast thing going, right? I do. I'm I twitching. Right. <laughs> I'm the only guy that slept then. Yeah. I'm jealous. I think so. Jealous. So how did the training class go? It was fantastic. Yeah. We had a variety of skill levels there. They all had a fantastic time. And we took them through a quote unquote basic handgun for self-defense class, which is a program that's designed to give you not just the shooting proficiency and the technical knowledge, but to build in decision-making and problem-solving skills right out of the gate. Wow. That's phenomenal. And, you know, Mm -hmm. we say it on this radio show all the time that uh, if if your gun budget is $1,000, buy a $500 gun and spend the rest on ammo and training. Absolutely. You can have the greatest. It's just like you know, if you buy a race car or a motorcycle, or whatever, you can have the you can have the greatest one there is. But if but you, if don't, you know, don't know how to drive it, exactly, it might as well not. You know, might as yeah. well not. Might as well have a hammer if you got a gun. You, you, don't you know might how to as use. well. Hey, let's take a quick break. She's not going anywhere. We'll definitely have her back on throughout the show. I got a whole segment that she can have, so oh it's my, all good. There, if he gives you a whole segment and doesn't say a word. I'll give you a hundred dollars. That's it. Because oh, that'll never. I got this great arm bar that don't, I know. Don't you know. Count, <laughs> yeah, no, I want to see that. Don't go to the bank yet. <laughs> don't go to the bank. All right. Hey, this is Guns Sports Radio right here on AM eleven seventy. The answer. AM eleven seventy. The answer. San Diego. Folks, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on AM 1170. This segment is brought to you by Triton Gunsmithing. If you need a good uh, gunsmithing uh, company, Triton Gunsmithing is it. You can go to TritonGunsmithing.com, find out all the information. If you're a hunter, that's even more important. They'll teach you everything you want to know about the hunting, how to get licensing, and they'll even teach you how to dress uh, your your game that you uh, kill out in the field. And teach you how to cook it. How, how bad could that be? TritonGunsmithing.com. TritonGunsmithing.com. All right, we got John Dillon on the line. He is with Gatsky Dillon and Balance LLP. He is your one-stop shop for a lawyer that believes in the Second Amendment right and is truly uh, you know, zeroed in on nothing but gun laws. Go to CAFirearmLaw.com. CAFirearms with an S law.com you can ask him a question tell him you heard it on the radio and he's more than happy to help you in and out of any situation you got yourself into so hey john did you make it home last night i did i i, I barely just barely did you really <laughs> try to make it all the way home no i, I actually ended up uh you was. my car you was. Uh, <laughs> but hey we had a great time last night so come on you're gonna give us some good positive news today right no, since you had such, we all had. I was there, and so I had a great time at the you know the Second Amendment dinner, gun prom. Uh, it was a fantastic night. Uh, so I got to give you some bad news. So you know, got to balance out uh, your life. Bring you bring it down. Right, that high right. you had. So uh, 
as usual, uh, a lot of what I do is kind of report on some of the proposed bills that are going through our uh, legislative process. And uh, unfortunately, you know, as our representatives up there in Sacramento continue to do, uh, they are going after every single thing they can to try to restrict firearms, firearm parts, uh, and just your basic Second Amendment right in California. So... Uh, first one to be aware of is the Assembly Bill 2382 by Gibson. Uh, this is uh, a bit of a shocker here. Uh, essentially, it will treat uh, gun parts as firearms under California state law, uh, requiring uh, background checks, uh, firearm precursor part vendor licenses, uh, and they, you know, employ criminal penalties uh, for violating, uh, you know, this law. Basically, it defines uh, firearm precursor part, which is the new uh, term they've now made up, as a component of a firearm that is uh, generally necessary to build or assemble a firearm. And then it gives a list of various uh, parts, such as a barrel, a speed loader or magazine, an unfinished receiver, uh, a finished upper or lower receiver, such as an AR-15 style uh, platform, any type of receiver flat, any unfinished handgun frame, slides, and any other parts, remember, that can be used to build or assemble a firearm. You- would be defined as firearms in and of themselves under California law. Well, have Half of those things are already required background checks for. Well, yeah. So, uh, you know, a lower receiver of firearm or any type of uh, receiver flat that's been, you know, bent and drilled uh, to start being a a firearm, you know, uh, we're kind of getting the discussion of passing the 80% mark. But this also includes barrels, slides, triggers, hammers, uh, you know, grip safeties, you know, screw your grip screws. Uh, well, they're needed is, to assemble a firearm, so a grip screw. No, they're not. It's just a screw. That, under this law, would be considered a firearm. Is this federal or state? State. Okay. So now you've, you've ruined Tatiana's day. She's never going to move to California. <laughs> Thank you very much. I don't know. I'm pretty persuasive. You, know, you won't want to uh, when you, <laughs> once you learn all these laws, that's for sure. Hey, John, so, so, one the, of the big ones. so they're obviously going after 80, 80% uh, uh, Yeah, builds. this is expand, expanding on the ammunition uh, laws that uh, have just been kind of put on the books where now uh, we have to do it at a vendor. Uh, you need ammunition vendor licenses. You cannot purchase uh, ammunition online. This would also restrict online purchasing of firearm parts. It would require licensing, so it's kind of it's mimicking the ammunition restrictions that uh, were just put in place, uh, and it's further going after the quote unquote ghost guns. Uh, so, so the reason we still- have eighty eighty percent the eighty uh, percent definition is because uh, the federal government would actually come out and define what is eighty percent of a firearm. So if a state tries to redefine that which sounds like that's that's what's going on do, do you feel like that is that's the legal um uh you know foothold that we have to to fight back if if this passes yeah, it can or help. the big problem now remember uh the 80% kind of uh 
I guess, uh, and like the letters that everyone's gotten originally from the ATF, their interpretation of what an 80% uh, you know, receiver or flat or frame is, that's just uh, the ATF opinion, although it's essentially read and everyone interprets it as law. It's truly just an interpretation of the laws and regulations in the books that the ATF has. So, um, you know, those, that alone I don't think would you know, preempt any state law. But, I mean, this is just a huge overstep, and it's not even uh, a Second Amendment claim that you can make. You can, you know, Commerce Clause uh, claims and all sorts of other stuff, because literally under, these, under this law, general screws, like a screw, that you could use on anything. And well, if you put it into the grip of a firearm, now all of a sudden that screw is a gun, like according to California state law. Just, well, we already have the 80% rule where if you have an 80% firearm, you make your own, you're required to contact the state and get a serial number. So that mm-hmm. law is already in effect. So the question is, how does any of this make anyone safer? Well, and, uh, this is a gr- it's a great point you made there, and I think it, it's truly it's not to make anyone safer. Uh, it really just shows what the true goal is in California, and it is to you know heavily restrict any type of firearm, uh, no matter what it is, what its origin is. Oh, John, uh, I've, I've been assured that they're hard to own it. <laughs> I've been assured that they're not trying to take our guns. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. so what, little Mickey, what little Mickey yeah. Mouse told all, you that? All over the place. Yeah. Now, Tatiana, and, in the state, anyone who tries to make that claim, you can tell them to call me, right. and uh, yeah, really. I will eviscerate that argument because it's just not true. It's a outright lie, uh, especially when you're in a state like California. And it's so painfully obvious when you actually pay attention to these laws, you pay attention to uh, the laws that are continually proposed every year and passed, uh, the trend is undeniable. You, it, you know, there's no argument against it. They're truly trying to restrict firearms to the point where you can no longer have them anymore in this state. Now, Tatiana, do, do you have to go through a background check to buy a barrel in the state of Maine? Is that pretty normal? No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> and no, how much home, does it cost you to get a license? Oh, you don't need a license. constitutional carry. <laughs> you so, know, to change your address, I think it's $3 to upgrade and update your carry permit in the state of Maine. $3. No, if you're a law-abiding citizen and you can pass a federal NICS background check and you're a resident of the state of Maine, you can walk out the same hour with your firearm. See, well, Calif- that's what it is in most states. Yeah, but yeah, see, California for all of us over here. But that, John, that sounds too good to be true. John, don't you think <laughs> they're using California as a guinea pig, as a test? Oh yeah, bed? California leads the way when it comes to restriction. I know New York of anything. Uh, their Safe Act laws, uh, you know, are really, really similar to the assault weapon laws that we have in California. Massachusetts has also uh, put in really restrictive laws. Mm-hmm. And California, we're, we're the progressive state uh, when it comes to everything and when it comes to law, especially firearms law. So we draft it and people copy it. And unfortunately, it spreads. I know Oregon is uh, starting to implement a lot of stuff that started in California, and it's even creeping out into, the, into Nevada and the surrounding states. But don't you agree it only spreads if it gets passed in California? Yeah, and that, that's the thing, and that's why I love calling in and talking about these things because they're constantly trying to pass these laws. And you know, if the wrong people get elected and the wrong people are in place, they will sign them over. Mm-hmm. A good example: we got our, a new governor is going to be coming up soon, and one of the big guys in that race is uh, the current lieutenant governor Gavin Newsom. Ugh. He's 
heavily <laughs> against firearms in all... Proposition 63. You know, yeah. yeah, he's the author. Yeah, Proposition 63, uh, part of the gun we get and stuff, you know, that was him. And he will sign every single piece of gun control legislation that crosses his mm-hmm. desk if he becomes governor. Well, just a couple of weeks ago, I was at the gun show, and, and someone actually, uh, we were talking about uh, uh, this proposal, and, uh, I, you know, a fellow gun owner at the at the gun show said, well, gee, don't you think all these, you know, 80% bills and ghost guns, don't you think they're, they're to blame for drawing attention to us and, you know, passing these laws? And I said, no, I think that gun owners who don't get involved and don't vote mm-hmm. and don't support the right candidates, they're the ones to blame. That's exactly right. Get involved. Mm-hmm. Oh, but they'll start complaining afterwards when when their rights are taken away. Then they'll then they'll raise all kinds of heck. That's yeah, a great do that. That's a great yeah, thing about days, San Diego people, County. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just saying, these days, people find out after the laws pass that mm-hmm. the law is in place. I, I can't tell you how many people call my office all the time asking about like this assault weapon law that just passed and. You know, I'm like, you know, that that was in place last year. We're in 2018, you know, you're way behind uh, and everything. And people need to stop doing that. You know, this is the day, the age of the Internet. This information has never been more easily accessible, and people need to take the time to pay attention. You know, put a little email alert. Well, the, something gets passed, the opposite of that is the, the state does not send out a mass mailer saying, no. hey, we just passed this horrible law. They don't want you And you're know. right. I mean, these assault <laughs> weapon laws were passed. July of 2016, and you're right. People are coming into Gun Range San Diego, going, "Hey, I just heard about this new assault weapon." I'm like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, that was almost two years ago." Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, unless you, unless you are dealing, you know, the average law-abiding citizen doesn't feel like what they're doing is wrong because they're they're obeying the law, they're following the law, they're passing the background checks. Why should they have to go and search and look under every nook and cranny? To find out if they're breaking the law or not. I mean, that is that is exactly. that is garbage. Well, here's a question: Why do you have to continually check the laws to make sure what you bought years ago is still legal? Hey, exactly. John, it's an absurd thought. Do they send you the laws since you're a lawyer, or do you have to no. go look too? I gotta do what everyone else does. I gotta put a little alerts on my phone. I, I join various organizations, especially Second Amendment organizations, uh, to get those alerts because they have people that are always checking. Uh, we, uh, you don't get any special little notification just because you're an attorney. And let, let me ask, so let me ask you one quick. Got to pay attention before we we're just run out of time, John. I was just curious, what percentage of your practice uh, it deals with with uh, you know uh, criminal um, clients that didn't even know they were they were breaking criminal. the law? I mean, how often does that happen? Oh, people that didn't know they were breaking yeah, law. Yeah, they, 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 they didn't mean, know they had to register. They didn't know they couldn't configure their firearm every, that way. Most every person that calls my office for a criminal offense regarding firearms wasn't fully aware of the law. And they didn't know, like, you know, that what they were doing was illegal or, you know, they didn't, weren't transporting their gun right. It happens all the time. It happens wow. all every day. the time. All right. Every Be- single day. Before we let you go, what would our listeners need to do? What What would you recommend them? What what would be a good recommendation for them to to stop this insanity? You know, you got to take action. You really affirmative action. Join various groups, San Diego County Gun Owners, Firearms Policy Coalition. These are good groups that start with electing the right people, and then they also pay attention. You'll get news alerts that'll let you know about new legislation coming through. They give you opportunities to contact your representatives, make your voice heard. They'll. They'll send you the phone numbers of people you need to call to say, I do not want this legislation passed. And you need to just take the time to pay attention. Every time the legislation is going through, 
you need to make sure you know what bills are being passed. Right. All right, buddy. Hey, thanks a million. Folks, if you need any help, www.cafirearmslaw.com, cafirearmslaw.com, or you can call him at 760-431-9501. John, thank you for all your support. All right, have a good one, guys. All right, we're going to take a small break. When we come back, Hollywood is up from Gun Sports Radio. Right here on AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back. This is Gun Sports Radio, show 91, if you can believe that. Right here on AM 1170, The Answer. Lance is still in Italy, but Michael Schwartz is here, and so is Hollywood. And this segment is brought to you by the good folks at Gun Range San Diego and Hollywood. I'm going to take you outside if you don't behave. <laughs> Anytime you need good training, good folks, good deals, Gun Range San Diego is it. I call it the uh, Nordstrom's of gun ranges, just not the price. They will take care of you like your family, and they love brand new shooters. If you don't know one end of a gun from the other, the folks at Gun Range San Diego would love to take you into their family, teach you everything you want to know about it, and when you're all done, you could be another Tatiana. So, and Veronica was at. Uh, uh, they had a table at Gun Prom. Yeah, they had a good table at Gun awesome. Prom last yeah. night. Yeah, they sure I think they had a good time. I you think know, they had and a the last time. segment was sponsored by Trident and Juan. Yeah, he was there, there as well. He was there as well, looking looking sharp as usual. So was Dylan, and Dylan was there. Dylan was there in his t-shirt. Yeah, I'm like, I put on a. Suit, and you're suit. wearing a T-shirt. Yeah. And I'm wearing a tux. <laughs> Got that guy out of bed to go to a dinner or something. Yeah, but did you see yeah. what the T-shirt said? No, it had something to do with. God, I remember now. Like I'm a, I'm a gun carrying. Yeah. You know, oh, something. I thought it said I pooped today or something. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 He's, I'll tell you, there were so many people there. I was looking at pictures after, and I said, oh, I didn't even see that. Part. Yeah. I mean, it was it was full. Everybody who was somebody in the Second Amendment community in San Diego. Oh man. man, we had a we had a great time. San Diego County Gun on or uh, San, uh, the Gun Range San Diego. Uh, had a table and they brought a couple of their like uh, some of their premier um, members. Yeah. You know, invited them over there and a couple of the the you know high you know the employees who've been doing really well and everybody had a great time last night. It yeah. was it was really really fun. Well, I think Brian Jones really said it properly when he was talking about you and and, and you know Brian's the San, best. San Diego He's County the best. I mean, he he stepped to the plate. I mean, he didn't have to say half of what he said, but I think he was 100% on the money out of all of the groups all over across the United States that are fighting the fight. Yeah. Yours, three years, 600 people, and over 1,000 members. We're rolling up our sleeves and, and getting it done, man. no money. <laughs> well, I mean, to be able to do that with yeah. volunteers and passionate, passionate – I mean – the giveaway st- or the the raffle items and things I, like that. I got to tell you, the shops. It was like twenty seven, I think twenty seven uh, firearms total. I know, and it was there crazy. was it was the, the awards were were there were custom AR builds. Oh my gosh, there was, was an AR ten. There was a two thousand dollar Glock. Yeah, yeah. Who the, could put two thousand dollars in a Glock? The I grand mean, prize. I can find that. a way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a funny a feeling you were going to say that. No, it was. It was it was good, and it was I, what I liked about it is the community, the San Diego gun community came together as one, you know, and everybody was intermingling and all chatting and all having a great time. Uh, it was just it was awesome. It it really was. It, it was really great. And I just want to you know I got to pay some bills real quick over at Gun Range San Diego. Um, 
We just became a Browning, a full Browning dealer, not just with firearms, but with their safes as well. Oh, very good. oh cool. So uh, in the state of California, you have to do what's called a safe handling demonstration for everyone who leaves with a firearm, which means they got to teach you how to load it, unload it, put a lock on it, take a lock off of it, things like that. Uh, but on long guns, if you have a safe affidavit, you can sign a safe affidavit. You don't have to do that. Um, and Browning makes some of the some of the best made and most aesthetically pleasing safes on the market. They are absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And so we're a full uh, we're a full Browning safe dealer. So make sure you come in and see that. Uh, the unicorn of handguns here in uh, California is the CZ seventy five SBO one. Yeah, you know everybody wants one. We just got two dozen, and we got them. On got, sale. Wait a minute, you get two dozens? Two dozen, and wow. we got them on sale for six sixty nine. Wow, yeah. that's great. Uh, down, that's down from seven twenty nine. Yeah, normally, uh, somebody gets one or two, you know, yeah, and they we, put it out there like it's we you got, know. it's a lost leader. Yeah, yeah, we got two dozen. Well, we we buy. What we do is we have a, a deal with a couple of distributors and with CZ, so uh, we get preferential treatment because instead of just hey, we have some, do you want them? Yes, we'll buy them. We pay for them up front. We say we want X amount for the year. Right. And so what happens is when they get a dozen or two dozen, we, we'll, we'll get them in a big drop because we, they're prepaid. So they they love us that way. So we got those. So come on down there. It's, uh, That's awesome. 669 for the uh, CZSPO one. And talking about some of the guns that were given away last night, I won – the spikes lower the jack, <laughs> but I couldn't. You it up. always win. Yeah. Well, it's because I'm a doggone winner, Dave Stall. <laughs> Come on, you know that about me. I couldn't win, <laughs> and um, but I couldn't pick it up today because the lady with whom I had to do the transfer was at your shooting oh. class this morning. So tell Kristen. us a little bit about that, Tatiana. Oh, wonderful. Well, the class that we had today was basic pistol for self defense, and it takes people through a progression. That begins very, very exactly what you would expect. We do a lot of dry fire work coming out of the holster to verify and validate those skill sets. And from there we build. And I can't give you all the tricks and all the secrets because much of that class is designed to break your brain. It's designed to stop getting you performing to range habits. Range habits that become very familiar and comfortable. Training scars. Exactly. And there's plenty of them. Mm -hmm. And while you may have had quality instruction, you may not have realized that no one has taught you how to think for yourself Mm -hmm. with a gun in your hands. Hmm. And when it comes to self-defense, you are solely responsible for your own personal protection and safety. And at the range, you've got all this phenomenal artificial stuff happening Mm -hmm. that you don't have. All those safeguards at the range to keep you safe. And the critical piece that most people don't know how to do is to shoot without a call to fire or to engage without a buzzer. Hmm. When there's no one there to give you permission to save your life, do you know how to do that uh, and make the decisions yeah. to assess if it's appropriate, yeah. not appropriate, where, how, when, and what to do after the shots are fired? That's what that class is designed to do, yeah. to teach you how to be an adult with a firearm, not with a babysitter, range safety officer, instructor, making sure you perform and, and do the choreography. So with them. Exactly. Yeah. So and you, you have to that? think for yourself. How do you train that on the range? What's the, Annie can't, you know, but how do you, in sure. general, how do you, how do you train that? We, we treat people like adults. First things first. We treat people like adults with guns on the range. Right. And unless you behave like a child, I don't have to treat you like one. Right. But if you do act like a child, I will treat what? you like a child. You will be in the corner. And I am a mother of two. And oh, I am an Italian yeah. mother of two. So oh, God love you. Because here we go. Yeah. <laughs> the guilt is coming. But that's, that's totally a, a true a true deal. I teach 
you know, my on my regular job is, you know, I teach NSW guys how to shoot, move, and communicate. And you get them from their basic shooting skills, and, the, and they go through their basic qualification course where they shoot, you know, two rounds of four six. They shoot two, search and assess, and the, 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 the military is like, all right, finger straighten off the trigger at all times unless you're shooting whatever. So they shoot, and then they, they're searching as, they're searching for other targets, searching and assessing with their finger not even on the trigger. I'm like, what, what are you doing? You know, and it's training scars because they're trained a certain way for so long right. that, and I've seen guys do it, uh, you know, when we put them in a shoot house in a, in a, mm-hmm. in a simulation scenario, they'll shoot two and go put the weapon in without the, without the mm-hmm. adversary being down because it's, a, it's what they've been trained to do. Right. Shoot two and I'm done. Right. And it, so, yeah, breaking that habit is very, very important. And we compartmentalize it. That's one of the methods we go about doing to make sure that we build the progressive skill sets for people who aren't military and aren't law enforcement. Right. These are civilians. So who and is we? Of them, uh, my, well, it's me and my range safety officers when I tell them what okay, to do. Okay, so what's the name of your training <laughs> program? I train under my name. I don't have a fancy brand so just, name or logo. It's just Tatiana Whitlock and TatianaWhitlock.com. It's how okay. you can find those programs. How did it come about? What, 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 what led to this? Oh gosh! I mean, I mean, not we have enough air time. I don't know. <laughs> not necessarily your your entire shooting experience, but what led you to the lessons that you taught this morning? The program that I taught this morning is as a result of wishing I had had those pieces of information earlier on in my learning process, and so what you that made would have all given the me. I went through the entire learning experience. Yeah, you've stumbled over every rock that could possibly be stumbled over mm-hmm. by a person that's never shot before. So what you do is you're giving them the tools so they don't trip and fall throughout the journey exactly you know, exactly you said something great last night um and I, i'm a big proponent of it as well you know they say practice makes perfect mm-hmm. well you can get really good at doing something horrible you know <laughs> it's true. and Very that's true. what we love about at the gun range san diego that's what we love about new shooters like right. you said last night the thing they have that we don't is they they don't have bad habits no. for break. no and that's a, that's a great thing about being a new shooter yeah uh and just like you, like that, you talk about the father and the son uh, last night, how the son became the top shooter in that little group you had, and it's because they don't have bad habits to break; right. they don't have egos to get over. And mm-hmm. if you can, if you can break those bad habits and get past that ego, you can really, really do something but, in the shooting. But community. the key to what you're doing is you got to do it again, and you got to do it again. You just don't take your class once and say. Oh. I've been trained by Tatiana. I don't need to ever get trained again. I'm golden. <laughs> no, if I did my job well, I've got you hooked. Well, exactly. <laughs> and the husbands always smile and then, you know, cringe because what that's going to do to their credit card. <laughs> However. Yeah, they know. just got them out of Nordstrom's. Now we got them at the gun store. Now they want all the tack pants and the belts oh and the holsters. God. And that's when 11 tactical. Absolutely. I know. But no, it's. So, by the look on your face, I think what you're doing is really more rewarding spiritually than it is financially. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that's the key to your success. I mean, you did it last night at the gun prom. There's no, well, I wouldn't say there wasn't a dry eye in the house, but I mean, you touched a lot of people, a lot of people last night. A number of people came up and just, yeah. Just and that's always, a, that's always, when they come up, when they never say nothing about shit, then that's kind of a little bit of a, of, you know, I don't know if I did it okay or not, but no. I had people come up and tell me, and and the quietness of the room. So, is that the only class you teach, or do you have a cadre of, of classes? Oh no, I have a menu of options, and it takes people from I don't know the party end from the business end of a firearm, gotcha, all the way through to drawing from concealment and engaging multiple targets while on the move, working with partners, spouses, with children in the mix. Okay, so do you do 
individual classes, multiple classes? Is there an eight? I mean, a, a number limit? Classes are limited based on venue capacity, but yeah. I also do quite a bit of private lessons, private group lessons, corporate events, those types of and things. T- t- uh, TatianaWhitlock.com is how they would find you. Get on the site. I'm sure your menu you can, from column A, column B, or column C. Absolutely. Okay. I think I like the corporate aspect of it. You know, if somebody wants to do a, you know, a, a morale build for your crew, you know, mm-hmm. take them over and take your class. Yes. That's awesome. All right. All right. Let's take a quick break. We got one more segment right here on Gun Sports Radio, and I can't believe he gave up airtime. I'm totally I'm all hard. I am totally shocked. <laughs> Trust me, you will get a bill. All right, this is AM 1170, and yes, we are the answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on AM 1170. The answer this segment's brought to you by Gun Range San Diego. As I call it, the Nordstrom's of gun ranges, just not the price. The GunRangeSanDiego.com is the website. You can find anything and everything you ever wanted to know right there at that website. They are open 10 to 10, seven days a week. Trust me, they're there for you. Got family, friends, business people, whatever. Take a run down to Gun Range San Diego. Great deals on ammo. Hey, Smiley, have you still got the 1,000 rounds for 200 bucks? We should you have run out? about 300000 coming in Tuesday. Okay, very good. Yeah, but so, well, that's my order. That's what his order. What do you guys think for the general public? <laughs> hey, Michael, talk to us a little bit about the Agricultural Board. You well, went over there and picked some We did. There was, there was actually a, a lot going on last week. There was a school board meeting. There was a city council meeting. But the big one was the 22nd Agricultural Board, which oversees the fairgrounds where we had gun prom last night. Of course, there are five gun shows every year. They've been there for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Crossroads um, of the West. Crossroads of the West. Fantastic uh, group. Uh, group. And uh, the city of Delmar. Now, here's the thing. The fairgrounds owned by the state. So it's a regional asset. It's owned by the state. It's in the city of Delmar, but it's owned by the state. And the city of Delmar, which is uh, historically... Um, anti, totally anti gun, just totally anti gun. Yeah, they're against that anything. I mean, anything that's going to make money or make the people happy, they're against it. Right. I mean, I, you know, unless you have like some kind of like tofu burger, I'm surprised you know, the fair is even stealing their protest. So they uh, they decided, hey, we don't want a gun show. We've decided that people that, that gun owners are undesirable. Right. So they the uh, they passed a resolution um, and said, hey, we want the gun show out of here. We don't want it in our, in in our town on this on the state land. Now the thing is, the city of Delmar has no more say over what happens on this regional asset than any other city. So um, we are, there are nine people on the agricultural board. We actually fear that they do have the votes to to not renew the contract for the gun show. Um, so we put out the word, and uh, about three hundred people showed up. Now here's what's amazing: there was nothing on the agenda for the 22nd Agricultural Board regarding the gun show. But 300 people still showed up. Probably about 50 people showed up on the other side. So there were about 300 people supporting the gun show and about probably about 50 or so in opposition. Mm-hmm. News station showed up. The 22nd Agricultural Board had to listen to about four hours of public comment um, from people saying, hey, you've gone way too far. Uh, you know, renew the gun show. Right. Uh, and the only, the opposition was, uh, well, we just don't like you. 
Yeah, right. We just don't like you get out of town. Yeah. It wasn't. They, no reasons. No reasons. They obey all the laws. Uh, they're extremely safe. They're, uh, you know, it's a fantastic world. They're very profitable for the, for the, for the rest. So there was no, there was no reason for them other than, hey, you're, you're a group of people practicing your civil rights. We find you undesirable. Therefore, we want to use the force of government to alienate you, you, to demonize you, to get you out of town. Right. And that is, you're, you know, as I said in my comments there uh, that day, I said you were never on the right side of history when you treat a group of, of people trying to practice their civil rights that way. Wow. So, so and the, the, the cross-section of people that showed up was amazing. Um, you know, you name the industry. There was somebody there representing it. Men, women, little old ladies. Yeah, it was it was really really neat to see. They actually the first speaker um, went on for about everybody got two minutes, but you could concede your time to somebody. So the first speaker got I think he got about eight minutes, and man, he was fantastic. He went on for eight minutes, talked about the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, freedom, liberty, wow. gun, whole thing. Got this huge roar of applause from 300 people, <laughs> and then they said, "All right, no more cheering. Forget it." Yeah. Um, but here's what's here's what's going to happen uh, in September. They're going. It's on the agenda. The 22nd Agricultural Board is going to talk about whether or not they're going to renew the gun show contract. Okay. So San Diego County Gun Owners has decided that we have a nice little summer project. Yes, we we're going to make sure that they remember the four hours of public testimony that they heard, public comment. Uh, phone calls, emails, uh, you know, uh, media. We're going to do everything we possibly can to make sure that they don't uh, discriminate against us as gun owners, because right. that's what it boils down to: discrimination. So, but you don't know what the end result is going to be until such time as they we're going to win. That's the end result. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. Well, because they can't go. I mean, how are they going to go against? There's no, there's no, there's no reason to, to cancel it. There, there's really no reason. So what they're doing is they're doing a uh, a study, and uh, the 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 strategy is they start doing these ridiculous uh, studies that have out you know have nothing to do with anything, and then uh, they they point to a mound of paperwork and say, ah, gee, golly, gosh, this anti gun group that we asked to do an independent study mm-hmm. on the effects of, of of a gun show, they're going to come back. Obviously, it's it's not going to be good news. They're going to say, well. Sorry, we got to get rid of it. Um, so that's what we're up against. That's what we have to counter. The nine people on this board are actually appointed um, by the state legislature. So you know how the, this is going to go. Yeah. <laughs> but we're going to push back. And, you know, again, we found that, hey, if we, you know, when we get together and when we uh, do the right things, you know, we're not going to protest. We're not going to no. uh, do a march. What we're going to do is we're going to, you know, Just get in the media, get in their face. tell the story, get yep. in their face. So that's the plan. That's the plan is to make sure that they understand that. Can you hey, get more than four hundred this time? <laughs> well, you know, I was so I was we you know every news station was there. It, it really is amazing. I know it's it's easy to get real negative in California because there's so many bad things going right. on. We're not Maine. Maine's not an Maine. awesome Second Amendment state, but uh, I got to tell you, we can move mountains. But when just, you get in the agricultural board's face yeah. with four hundred people, figuratively, get figuratively. Every TV camera, they got to think twice before they make a decision. Well, I, yeah, I, I think they're going to – this is going to go our way, but we have to take the steps. Right. Because, uh, you know, I've found that whether you're appointed or elected, uh, when you're making a, a bad decision and hundreds and thousands of people in your community you know, are pointing a finger at you, yeah. uh, you know, uh, suddenly Ta- you make the right decision. Tatiana, 
uh, the gentleman that was there last night, I'm just terrible with names, but I like your name so I can remember. <laughs> but the gentleman that was running for senator? Eric, yes, Eric. Eric. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, Eric Brakey. I think Eric hit it right on the head. And that is, folks, get off your duff. Call your call your people. Call your congressmen. Call your senators. Send emails. Make Do whatever you got to do. Do it every single day. Because I think that was the key to his success. It was the key to the passing of constitutional carry. Yeah. It was thousands of Maine gun owners who did not relent. They right. did not stop. They kept up. They phoned in, they wrote emails, they wrote letters, they were relentless. Now, how did you get the word out to your folks? We have an organization very similar to yours. We have Maine gun owners, Uh and we don't have a town or a county because, of course, we're not as populated as y'all are. However, the entire state rallied, and we have Uh a huge sporting culture, a huge Second Amendment supporting community there. And we're trying to make sure that that passes on to the next generation, but we are at risk of... Very, we're very delicately dancing on the line oh, of yeah. losing those rights because yeah. we face much of what you face. Sure. And the surrounding states typically are enjoying following California's examples. And so states like Vermont and Massachusetts, if those residents don't do what you are doing here and what we were able to do in Maine, they will find themselves subject to some very scary legislation. Yeah, absolutely. Now, did you find that the effort, um, did it go down party lines or was it pretty bipartisan? It was pretty bipartisan, believe it or not, because Maine is kind of is not what you would expect. You know, we have uh, the the current designations of parties don't really fit the personas of the folks we have in Maine, mm-hmm. and they appreciate their rights, regardless of which side they 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 subscribe to at the moment. Yeah, my son-in-law lives there, and, and when I told him I do a radio show, he's listening right now. Dave, hope you're doing good. And when he found out I was doing a radio show, he was stoked. You know, and he's just as passionate as you are. And I think that's the key. But here in California, we are so complacent. I don't know if it's the avocado. I don't know what it is. But, you know, we'll big, sit. The big burritos. I yeah. know. Yeah, puts us amazing. to sleep. But we need to be diligent. Because that's, the other side is. I was say that's why it's so important to be part of an organization like the San Diego County Gun Owners. Right. Because, you know, I, I work a lot. You know, I, I got three jobs. And, uh, you know, because it's expensive to live in California. Mm-hmm. So I don't have time to go stand at a protest or to no. go knock on a door. But you or, can make a phone or call or send an email. But I can make a phone call and send an email. And I can send my money to the San Diego County gun owners because when Michael Schwartz goes and knocks on a representative's door, that representative, no, he represents a thousand people. That's not just one man mm-hmm. knocking on your door. That is a thousand of your constituents sitting in your lobby. And you better, right. when he talks, you better listen. Yeah. That's why it's so important to, to be a part of this organization. Let's double it. Let's make it 2000 well, next year. And if, you, if you want a voice, $10 a month. Oh, my gosh. San Diego County gun owners, $10 a month. Two cups of garbage Starbucks coffee, and you can be a, <laughs> a San Diego County gun owner. And you can have a voice, and well, you can and have an opinion. Can. Now, Tatiana, were you involved in, in politics much before the, this effort, or, or was this, did no. it lead to an involvement in politics? This has led to an involvement in politics, yeah. and at a grassroots level, because when I first came into the scene, it was after Sandy Hook. And so largely my community was very anti accusing me of of perpetuating culture of violence and all of these amazing things. I stood strong in the area of education over politics so that I didn't get cast as a talking head for anyone's Mm -hmm. political agenda at the time. But if you're curious about how I vote, look at what I do for a living. And I am a very, very strong believer in that. 
And right. if we do not band together, educators and politicians and advocacy, we do not stand a chance. Well, and that's my message to both all political parties, but both the major political parties is got you know because they keep wanting to back off. It's all it's a controversial issue. Let's just you know concentrate on you know something. Not, no, 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 guys. Mm-hmm. This is you know people get involved because they're passionate about this. I watch people become members of San Diego County gun owners and become involved in politics because they're passionate about the Second Amendment, and that's what's important. All right, Tatiana, thank you very much for coming all the way from Maine to play with us last night at the prom. Come on, radio. TatianaWhitlock.com, folks, if you want the best instructor outside of Hollywood on the planet. (laughs) Well, thank you very much for having me on the show. My pleasure. All right, folks, hey, join San Diego County gun owners. But right now, we're going to get out of here. We'll come back next week. Lance will be back. AM 1170, the answer. He better be. Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.